Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hello, ladies. Oh, you're going to thank me. I tell you, we have got a great show for you today. We have Lisa Diggs on, and she has written a book called No Turning Back Regardless. And I know you guys have heard of her because she is an awesome country western singer. She's amazing. I can't wait to introduce you to her. But before I do, here's a little clip from one of her songs. Back in the day. I used to misbehave, ride around town, rockin' lemon parade, living it up, season the day, running like the devil till I heard the choir say, come on. Oh, Lisa, come on. you have been blessed. Lisa Diggs has been blessed. She is an award-winning country music artist who's 18, ladies, are you getting this? 18 number one singles have won her various awards, including the Gospel Voice Diamond Award for Country Artist of the Year. And get this, the other nominees that she was with included Charlie Daniels, Ricky Skaggs, Leanne Rimes, and she also was CCMA's Entertainer of the Year and New Artist of the Year and the Christian Country Research Bulletin's brightest newcomer to the scene. She is a proud mother of a wonderful daughter and a tireless ambassador for hope, renewal, and God's love. Previously in Nashville, she is now living on the West Coast. You can find Lisa at lisadags.net online. But before I have her come on, ladies, I want you to understand who you're going to be listening to. She wrote a book called No Turning Back Regardless. I'm going to say it again. No Turning Back Regardless. How God Rescued Me, Redeemed Me, and Restored My Heart with a Song. I tell you, ladies, I could not put this book down, and that does not always happen to me. I could not put it down as she shared her story of addiction, conviction, and triumph about learning to trust God, who loved her regardless of her circumstances. Welcome, Lisa, to the show, Him for Her Radio. I am so glad that you're on with me. It is my honor to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I have just got so many questions, but we're just going to start with a big overview. When did you first feel called to chronicle your story, no turning back regardless? Well, this is, I'm going to kind of make it in a short story here. Um, I was married before, and I met him in church, and Gloria Gaither introduced me to a book agent, um, Greg Johnson of WordServe Literary, a wonderful Christian man who has several clients. And uh, Marcus Brotherton, who is a ghostwriter, and I had worked feverishly on this book, had chapters one, two, and four done, and we had summarized the other 21 chapters. We were getting ready to um, pitch it to all the publishing companies, and I found out that my husband was unfaithful with several, 40 different people he was talking to, women. And all of a sudden, I realized that what I was writing was a big fat lie. It wasn't even what I... What I thought I was living, you know, with my then eight-year-old daughter, who is now now 19, 
And so I lost, this is in 2008, I lost the house, uh, the marriage. My daughter and I moved four times in five years. Um, I called Gloria Gaither absolutely snot-faced. Every every orifice of my face was dripping mm-hmm. with with matter, you know, mm-hmm. and I just said, everything's over, Gloria. I said, there's no book, there's no marriage, there's no house. There, You know, I just feel done. And she spoke such great words of wisdom. I love her. She's just, she always thinks outside the box. And she said, Lisa, your story is not finished. She says, your life is not over. Your story is not finished yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, Gloria, everything feels finished but, you know, I won Entertainer of the Year in 2018 on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry um, in April 2018. And when I came home from that, um, there was a message from the same CEO of Words of Literary, Greg Johnson, saying, Hey, Lisa, I'm ready to talk about a book when you are. He had been following me for a year. I have since married a little over, it's been two and a half years, to a wonderful man who has never tasted drugs, alcohol, a sip of wine, a sip of beer, a tuck of a joint, nothing. And he is an evangelist and an incredible singer, and he has a day job, which helps. (laughs) And so the book came out, and, and, you know, my mom passed away in in June, which was traumatic for me. She was my person. Oh, my gosh. It was, it's, it's still hard, you know, those of you who've lost your mom. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was going through her things, remember those little today's blessings that had the, uh, the rainbow on it that it were perforated and you popped them open and yes. they had a scripture. And then, yeah, it said, um, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it to the day of Christ Jesus. And then it said, God is not finished with you yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? That's the only one I found. Mm. And so then the book came out, and I wrote it with a different ghostwriter, and we spent almost a year Skyping and talking. And there's a lot of juicier things that didn't actually end up in that, and I and I am planning to put them in the movie because I want people to see the ugliness of really what the drug addiction really does to those of us who get caught in Satan's um, scheme. Oh, yeah. And we have a lot of women in prison that do listen to our show. A shout out to my buddies. Um, hey, girl. Amen. Amen. And- I was I was facing three to five. It's only by God's grace. And I'd love to come talk to you sometime. Amen. Uh, you know, if you're ever coming swinging by Minnesota, I'd love to bring you into our prison as well. There's almost 700 okay. women in there. That's why you started with Lowell Lundstrom. Oh, sure. <laughs> Gosh, what a small world. You know? Yeah. Right. Small world. And, you know, John Berg is with us here today, too. He's uh, my co-host. And welcome, John. I'm so glad you're on with me. Well, thank you for having me on, Suge. I was excited about today's show. Yeah, we want to definitely bring in a guy's perspective. And he's with Salem as well. So, um, Lisa, we just have a couple questions we want to ask you. Yeah, Lisa, you know. I just want to give a shout out, John, to you with Salem. Thank you, Salem, for picking up this book. Well, thank you so much. And actually, that's how I kind of keep my eye on what's going on at Regnery, uh, your publisher. And I heard the topic of the book and I had to uh, I had to investigate so I found some of your music on Spotify and I thought well this is just the perfect fit for him for her radio so uh, that was sort of the genesis of this interview um, and then I got to actually uh, read a bit of the book and it was it was a very good read it's uh, it's very digestible um, the part that stuck out to me was compromise your chap- chapter on compromise mm-hmm. I made it through I I, mm-hmm. I, ha- I stopped after that because I was thinking about it so much because I've been in that exact in that exact position and you go wow. into so much detail leading up to that point. We're kind of jumping ahead here. But that just really touched me because I felt the same way. Uh, I've, I've been in a similar position. And, and 
compromising your values, compromising the things that you grew up with. It sounds like Eileen was a wonderful mother, and hopefully we'll talk to you a little bit about that. But um, it seems like you, you almost had to remember what you already knew to begin with in order to sort of turn your life around. Is that an accurate statement? That's what I came away with through that part of the book, is that it was almost it, like remembering what you already knew. Is that accurate? You know what? You're absolutely correct. But the first the first thing I had was a lot of pride, and I'm looking around at the girls that are rocking back and forth, picking their scabs, you know, and, yeah. oh, they're meth addicts, and here I'm leading a band in Tahoe, and I'm so much above <laughs> this. Well, you know, what pride? False pride, right? Because I had broken the law, and I was facing three to five. I hadn't broken the law once, but four times mm-hmm. been arrested. So I deserved to be in there just as much as they did. But the thing was is that I had – they kept bailing out before me, and I thought, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was still sitting there and, and hearing the jingling and the clanking of the doors, you know, and, and and then finally I just said, God, you know, you know, when we get to the bottom, there's there's a song that Winona sings. She goes, you can go straight up or sideways, you know, and I was so tired of sliding sideways. I said, God, I really don't understand. I don't understand how I got here. And, and it's kind of foolish how we don't see our own part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, until you, yeah, until we really walk through the steps or until we really walk through um, our inventory of our life. And, um, and I was like, how did I get here? And I'm telling you, there's probably five times, maybe six, that I have actually heard audible. You can call me crazy. It's all right. I've been called that before, but I know what I know. And, and in a very still, small, gentleman-like voice, I said, how did I get here? I'm supposed to be going on this on this DOD tour with my band, taking my band over to all the lonely military men during the holidays and having the time of my life. This is what I've worked for, God. This is my dream. How did I get here? And very softly and quietly, he did say, compromise. Mm-hmm. Because of your compromise, these are your consequences. And I was just like, okay, and that's- I've got to do something different here. You know, I got to do something different here. I want to live. I want to live. Amen. Well, and that's the point at which a person have- can actually begin to take ownership of their situation. It was so familiar to me as I read through that. It was it was eerie. I've been sitting right there with you. I know that feeling. You know, I want to just touch on that. A friend of mine, and I won't mention his name because of anonymity purposes, but he started out with with me in merch years and years ago. He's gone on to work for big names in merch and big conventions, but that's what, that's what caught his attention too. And he came clean on a porn problem that he had. Mm, he, said, wow. he, said, he said, I've heard you share your story so many times. Mm-hmm. And when I read that about compromise in my life, he said, I realized, you know, that I had been involved in porn and God convicted me. And now I'm working on that, but he outed it mm-hmm. right away. He just put it in the light. So that's just, yeah. And it's amazing how you can hear it over and over again. And for some reason, at one point in your life, God finally removes the earplugs from your ears and you're willing to listen. In fact, this book really spoke to me. And as you know, I preach in prisons uh, basically around the world. And what really impacted me was exactly what John said about the compromise, where you say the pit is exactly where God meets us, but we have to be willing and ready. So the next chapter where we talk about decision is what you talk about. You're waiting your court hearing. You went to Alpha Oaks Rehab. You didn't have to explain how you were feeling because you said 20 other women already knew. It was like in a very (laughs) real way, I felt like I had come home. 
But you know what I loved is I was really reading this from the perspective of a mom. I loved your mother, mm-hmm. how she always had words of prophecy for you, that this is yeah. not, you know, that, that God has a plan for your life. And this is what got me to tears, is that in your book, you talked about the fire pit prayer, where you oh, went goodness. and you visited with your mother's friends. They brought you down to the special room that they had in their house with this beautiful fire pit and a sofa all the way around it. And this is what you said. You had no idea that for weeks these ladies had been fervently praying for this day. No wonder a war raged in my flesh. But then you said in the prayer when you surrendered your life to Christ that you were prying your fingers off of your dream. Have your way in my life, Lord. I'm choosing you. And whenever I close my eyes is what you said. And picture that day. I see my mom, Judy, Mm -hmm. and Theta. Is that the right way to say her name? Yes. Present, ushering me to God's presence. But this is what was so cool. In the spirit, I see the women leaning out of the way so I could meet God hand to hand. Whatever you have for me, Lord, I'm in all the way. Lisa, when you said that, when you said your words, I'm in all the way, I dropped to my knees. I started to cry and I recommitted Mm -hmm. again to Jesus. God, I pray that that is well in my own entire life. Your book is not only impacting evangelists, Christians, people that are in the faith, but it's impacting people that are not in the faith, who don't know Jesus Christ. Um, And I just praise you for what God is doing in and through your life. I have to be honest, and maybe you felt the same way when you dropped to your knees. It hurt. Mm -hmm. It hurt because we want to hang on. Mm-hmm. To what we want, and we want to hang on to this thing that we is our heart's desire that we've worked we've worked so hard for, mm-hmm. you know, or, or our dream, but we don't really see clearly on what his dream is and his plan is for our life is so much greater than we could ever do for ourselves. Amen. But it's it, it, it's painful to let go. It is. And, and we I need to recommit. Everybody. I think that, you know, life gets in the way and we start to take back, take back the, the steering wheel. And we need to completely surrender and recommit. And your book was a great reminder on how to do that. Thank you so much. It's, it's, I'm just I'm blown away that God brought it back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it was supposed to be then. Well, I guess it's supposed to be now. You know, and I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you shining light on it because um, I'm a new art, you know, a new writer. And now there's a narration and I was able to narrate and they only have Hollywood, Hollywood A-listers narrate their own book. And they had me narrate. But getting it out into the hands of the people is a struggle. You know what I mean? I'm, I, uh, I just really want people to have this in their hands because I really want to see the change in their life. I want to, I want to, my desire and my goal is to see thousands of people on their knees at a concert on their face. And you know what? I'll be on mine too. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And be crying that God really did use someone who had such a sordid past. And I, but I knew better, you know, my mom taught me, it never left me. I don't know about you and your past, if you were raised in this, but, you know, in in the middle of drinking or using or, or just the wild cocaine parties or, you know, not to, not to glorify any of the um, war stories, but to, um, to want to solve the world or talk about 
Christ and talk about how he's the savior of the world. You know, I knew all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it all that he did that and I knew it to be true. But yet I wasn't willing to surrender until I was at the very bottom. At the very bottom and I had nothing left but to surrender, you know? Absolutely. So, I have, I absolutely identify with that, Lisa, with, with, with touring and everything. That has to be fertile grounds for spreading this message, for getting this book into people's hands and sharing the gospel. Is that, uh, that has to be a big part of what you do through your music. Are you... It is. And, you know, without booking agents, without, with, with just God at the helm of it all, it can be, you know, exhausting. But Absolutely. I, I told him until he comes, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. We're going to slide into home base exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, when you said tirelessly, I wanted to laugh. <laughs> and you talked about that you know, in your book, too. And a gentleman came alongside you and encouraged you, you're not done yet. And look what God did. Yes. Yes. The gentleman that I married. <laughs> and is that Ronnie? <laughs> I, mar- I married that man. Yes. Ronnie said, you're not done yet. And he was doing his own record. And uh, he said, you're not done yet. You have one more in you. Amen. And since then, I did a, a Christmas album and we've gone back to Nashville and we did his album. And I've done a now I'm producing um, for Ronnie and for another artist named um, Andrew Marshall. And... You know, we just keep going. We've got probably about, well, we've got nine songs now ready to go on another CD. It's kind of eclectic. But my whole, we're, you're, you're walking with us. We're we're on our way to an airplane, so I'm going to walk with you and talk with you. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. We appreciate it. that. On the run. She's on the run right now. Absolutely. On the run. But, but you're the most important thing right now because... I want it to get out to the people that need to hear it. And I'm so proud of you, Shook, for going in to the prisons because that's what I love to do. I've been into Folsom Prison. I've been into Topeka Women's Prison. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be going into San Quentin. I've been to the prison and um, letting them know that there is hope. And it's only by the grace of God that I'm not in their their shoes. The wonderful thing about prison is that we get a front row seat to watch women crossover from death to life. Satan used to have them in their clutches, and now the gospel of Jesus Christ has melted their hearts. In chapter 12, Lisa, you said, so many have gone up in a ball of fire, whether they're coming off of the streets, landing at home after rehab, or being released from prison. They have nowhere to go other than back on the streats. Mm. That just What's the title me. of that chapter? I don't have my book in Coming to Jesus. Coming to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it was just so Mm -hmm. impactful for me to read that because people need to understand and hear that. And I know you only have a few minutes left and you're literally on the run. But what would you like to share with our listeners regarding your book, regarding your experience and regarding your life? Right now, get the book. It's on Amazon. It started about $20. It's only 12 something. So get the book now while it's on sale. Um, I want to share with you that you have never ever wandered too too far that God's hand cannot reach you. I don't care what you have done. The most uh, hideous acts of uh, sexual things, um, uh, alcohol, drugs, dealing, anything, God has the power to forgive you, to set you free, and to give you a brand new life and to actually live. Live this life that he's given you. And, you know, our, no hurt is, is left wasted. 
you're hurt is for a reason to help someone else. We have we have made the bad decisions. I don't think he ever wanted us to do this. But then he redeems our his love is so great that no matter what we do, he redeems us. And then he uses us. Amen. Does it not say that he uses the shame, the, the, the weak to shame the strong? And the things that are not to nullify the things that are <laughs> he uses us and we're perfectly broken. Amen. It's amazing. It's called grace. It's mm-hmm. called it's called mercy. And then he pours his favor on you and gives you a real life. Let go. Pry your fingers off of what you're hanging on to. Pray. Seek his faith. Tell him what your dreams are, getting your children back to get your felonies reduced, to get whatever, you know, let him know. Talk to him as a friend and, and, and pray without ceasing, and you will see his hand in your life. You will see him restore your life, and you will see him give you back your dreams. He gave me back my dream. Amen. And it's he amazing. gave you back your dream when you surrendered your dream to him. And he Absolutely. blessed you immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine in your life. We I, have to bow. We have to bow. Amen. Amen. There was a, a moment in uh, the end of a love story where you said, I feel alone. And you cried out. And then you quickly added, I know mm-hmm. I'm not alone. I don't understand how you, you're talking to God, have allowed me to go right. through the scariest things in my life. And then a little bit later on, you said, as I was crying out to God, he dropped a single word into my heart, regardless. Oh, yes, you know. To serve and, and him, regardless. Only, it, yeah, it, there's no way except for God's power in my life that he would have given. My mom had stroked out on my kitchen floor. Mm. My husband had cheated. Uh, my daughter was eight. I couldn't pull the covers over my head and not take her to school. Um, I was losing the house. And I stood in the living room. I remember it. And I just said, I don't understand. I do not understand how you've allowed this. When I said I would serve you, when I said I would never turn back, I would tell people what you've done for me until you come again. Mm. And you and you allowed this greatest fear that happened when I was 10 years old in my life and my mom and dad got divorced to come into my life. And everything is ruined. Mm-hmm. But I will serve you. I will serve you regardless. I will, you know, no matter what the terrain is, no matter if I'm overlooked, no matter, you know, if I'm trying to sell these books on my own, you know what I mean? Come yeah. on, Regnery. Come on, say Let me help you out. <laughs> no kidding. You know, come on. But, you know, it's always been kind of a grassroots ministry, and I will never quit until my dying breath. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would love to come with you, Shug, sometime and, and go in. Well, I, I'm, on, I'm officially inviting you. I'll work with the DOC on that, and I'm officially inviting you. Let's do this. Let's it, talk to Salem. We've got amen. the folks at Salem, and they can get us over there. Yes. Well, I can, I, can see, make a difference. I can see what strings I can pull. I might have a better in with the Department of Corrections than Salem does. Oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Okay, I've got so, really good news. Guess what? I'm not a felon anymore. Hey, oh, you're off paper. Amen. Way to go, Lisa. So with that in mind, I wanted to say goodbye to our dear friend, Lisa Diggs. You guys pick up her book, No yes, Turning Back, yeah. Regardless. 
Thank you so much for coming on with us, Lisa. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Shug. Hey, John, thank you so much. Thank you for coming, Lisa, and sharing your stories. Thank you so much. God bless you. Safe travels. And ladies. You're welcome. Hey, keep on keeping on. Amen. Ladies, if you don't know Jesus Christ, today is going to be the day. Say yes to him and surrender your life and watch what he's going to do in your life. Over and out.